Minnesota Wild try to make it three wins in a row this afternoon when they host Vancouver in a matinee at XL Energy Center at 1 o'clock. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. Thanks for joining me. We are going to set you up quickly for today's game because there is no, obviously, pregame skate around for a 1 p.m. matinee. So we'll go off yesterday's practice. We expect the lines to be the same. Looks like Hines will keep Jules Eriksson X centering that top line with Boldy and Kaprizov. Obviously, Boldy with seven goals in eight days. He's on a heater that... uh, coincides and was well documented by now but coincides with John Hines hiring and Dean Evison's firing um it's great to see Boldy reaching what what uh, most fans expect him to do on a daily basis now certainly he's not going to score a goal a goal a game but he has obviously elevated his game to a new level partially because he's playing on a line with Eck and Kaprizov, so it's it's worth worth keeping an eye on. The second line probably will stay the same as well, which means Marco Rossi, who got a goal uh, against the Calgary Flames on Thursday night, Rossi is centering that second line with Zuccarello and JoJo. Um, had an interesting discussion, and it'll be on our lengthier weekly pod uh, that'll be available to listen to tomorrow. Um, an interesting perspective from uh, a friend of mine, Jeff, about JoJo actually playing about who he is. We're all getting frustrated because I think he has one goal this season, but actually uh, he's still racking up assists. And if you look at JoJo's uh, career, that's kind of the player he is. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye on JoJo today. Uh, I am attending the game, so it will be fun to, to ISO him a little bit when he's on the ice just to see from the eye test, if anything's changed, because he's a speedy skater. He's a fun guy to watch. I, I do like how for power play two and power play one is struggling to get the puck into the offensive zone. JoJo usually gets it in there cleanly. So maybe I got to look at him in a different way. And uh, well, that'll start today. And hopefully things uh, continue to go for that second line. Third line stays the same. You got Freddie Goudreau, and then you got Moose and Patty Maroon. And then the fourth line, Ryan Hartman, is with the Dewey 1 and Dewey 2, centered, of course, by Connor Dewar. Unknown tonight, or I should say this afternoon, is who's in net. Um, Gus is 5-1 and one since John Hines uh, took over the team. And he has, I think, his save percentage since playing for Hines is like 940. And his save percentage playing for Everson for the first part of the season was something like 850. So it is interesting to see how, how much of a turnaround not only the goalie has had, not only Gus, but how this team is playing better defense and, and uh, winning six of eight, going for wins seven out of nine today against Vancouver. These are the games the Wild need to win. I talked about this before. They dug themselves such a big hole that the division, those top three playoff spots, probably out of reach unless the Wild really go on a tear and somehow steal that third one, but that third spot. But the wild card spots, you look up in the standings, there's a lot of teams ahead of the Wild still, just by one or two or three points, but nevertheless, you got to leapfrog all those teams. So what that means is Thursday night when they played Calgary, that was a four-point game. Turned into a three-point game because they went into overtime. So the Flames, even though they lost, they got one point. The Wild get two. So the Wild only gained one point on the Flames. Today, the Wild look up. Vancouver's ahead of them, too. If the Wild get a clean win in regulation, that's a four-point swing. Two for the Wild, minus two for the uh, the Canucks. When I say minus two, 
I'm not literally saying minus two, of course. They don't lose points. But they lose the opportunity to gain two points. So this is another four-point game. Every game in the West for the rest of the way should be considered a four-point game. The Wild need this. Finally, the defense. Wild, uh, as we know, Jonas Brodine had surgery. He's going to be out till at least into January. And Spurgeon is listed day-to-day. He did not practice on Friday. He did not play on Thursday. He did not practice on Wednesday. So he's a game-time decision this morning. My hunch is he's not going to play. So put those defensive lines in a blender again. You're going to see a lot of Brock Faber, probably another 30 minutes. And that's that's a good thing. Faber is elevating himself to one of the best players on the team, one of the most valuable players. So is Marco Rossi. Two things we couldn't say at the beginning of the season, but here we are. They've been two of the most solid, consistent players on the team through the first two, two and a half months. Big big game for the Wild. Almost every game is a big game now. They host Vancouver today at one. Then they hit the road tomorrow. They have back-to-back, not an easy back-to-back. Monday at Pittsburgh, Tuesday at Boston. They come home Thursday for Montreal. And then they close off the week before the uh, Christmas stretch with a Saturday home game against Boston. So Pittsburgh and Boston, and then Montreal and Boston at home. That's the week ahead. But first, first things first, we got business to take care of. Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, XL Energy Center, Bally Sports North. Wild versus Vancouver. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. We'll talk to you.